Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome back to the Manage My Wedding podcast, episode 38. Today, I want to talk to you about how to plan a wedding for under $5,000. Yes, $5,000. If you're in another country, of course, you can convert that. I'm basing it around that today as I know that this is an amount that many people only have to spend on weddings. And I'm getting asked more and more lately about how they can possibly do that. But today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding Kids Coloring in Activity Book. It's made just for weddings. There's 22 pages of kids entertainment that will keep the kids busy and also keep them quiet during the speeches, which is very important. They're available at managemywedding.com. I hear people all the time wondering how they can plan a wedding with only $5,000. And let me tell you, (laughs) if you truly only have this much money, it is totally possible. Yes, you won't be booking a five-star venue for a hundred guests, but you will still get to marry the love of your life. And that is what it is all about. So how do you do this? And where do you start? I hear you say. But first, I want you to let go of that fairy tale wedding that you have in your head. Throw that out. Get it out of your mindset and just think about why you are truly wanting to get married. Why do you truly want to marry this person? Because that question and answering that question, that it will help you let go of the idea of having fireworks and the horse and carriage and all these things that will just blow out your budget. So let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Firstly, I want you to think about who you truly want to have there as a guest and why, and try and get your numbers down extremely low because the numbers are what take your budget skyrocketing. I'm telling you, If you listen back to my very first podcast, which is why your guest list must be the first task on your to-do list, then I go through all about why the numbers put the budget up, but I also break down how to let go of who is invited. And I think that is really, really important, really key if you want to try and have a wedding with a low budget. Then I want you to think about the food. And also the time of the day that you have your wedding. Because if you really want to cut back on budget and food can be very costly, especially the more guests that you have, then try not to do it in the middle of the day when people are starving or try not to do it at seven o'clock at night when it's dinner time. Try and do it when you know it's morning tea or afternoon tea because a three-course meal is not always necessary. And I want you to have a think about what is it that you both love the most when it comes to food? Is it brunch? Is it barbecues? Do you love food van style? Do you love taco station? Think about what everyone knows that the two of you love because food's costly, but it's not if you try and give it your own personality and make it fun and try and make it maybe more self-service. 
I know that I absolutely love food stations. I've, I've actually been to a wedding once before that was outside and they had different style of food at different food stations. So they had, like I said before, a taco station. They had a build your own burger station. You know, they tried to do all these different things and it was awesome because you were like, oh, what do I feel like eating? And you could just go to that station and and make it and, and take it away. And there's also, you know, so many caterers out there who can do that for you, but who truly also want to help you meet your budget. So you can ring around and see who can help you achieve what you're thinking of. You can also make the dessert station all homemade. And you can ask your family and friends who have made desserts that maybe you love if they can make one each. And that's going to really help you cut your costs back as well. Um, My best friend, she actually had a dessert station and she had both sides of the family make traditional dessert items to go on the buffet. And it was so delicious. It was really, really good. I also went to a wedding and this was down um, Way towards Lennox Head. For those of you who know Australia or who live in Australia, that's in the Northern Rivers. So not far from Byron Bay, everyone will know that place. And it was a bit inland and it was in this art hall and it was fantastic. Like it was so unexpected. It had this beautiful forest ceremony and it was just a blank canvas hall, which they laid their own tables in. And outside for food, they had like a smoke barbecue. It smelled amazing. And they had all this pulled pork and pulled beef. And it was honestly absolutely amazing. And all the guests, that's all they talked about all night. And they did it on a budget, but it didn't matter. No one cared because all anyone wanted to talk about was how amazing that smoke barbecue was. So, you know, you can really, really cut the cost down on food. Location, speak to family and friends. Speak to as many people as you can and find out if somebody has or knows somebody that's going to let you use their farm or their beach house or their holiday property, which you can then stay at. So then you can save money by staying there. Someone might know someone that runs a church hall or a charity venue. Venue hire is super expensive, but it's not if you know someone or you can find a charity or religious space, you just give them a donation and that's all they ask you for. They ask you just for a donation. And then you can really think about, okay, this is how much we can afford to donate. That's what fits in our budget. Oh, also actually talking about church, I do know that some churches, if you have your wedding with them, they do actually have a space that you can just use for free afterwards. It might not be where the church is. It can sometimes be in another building somewhere else, but they'll give you the space for free. And all you need to do is then do the catering. So, you know, really put it out there in the universe. Talk to as many people as you can to see who has has access to what space. And I also think, try and think stand up, right? Because if you have a stand up wedding reception, then you don't have to hire all that cutlery and you don't have to hire all the tables and the tablecloths and the chairs because that really does add add on to the expense. Then alcohol. If at a private location, you can have self-service and instead of having to have, you know, five staff running around serving the tables and managing the bar, you know, you can just have one person who's hired, who's there really just to clean up the glasses and empty bottles behind everyone and just to make sure that the self-service drinks are constantly topped up and that there's always ice. Then you can also hit the thrift shops. 
vintage is in. It's so popular now. So you can get so many things at thrift shops and, you know, get your friends onto it, get your parents onto it. Just tell everyone, just pick us up glassware, everything. Then you don't have to have that higher cost as well. Photographers. Now, eight hours. If you want a photographer for eight hours, you, most of your budget's going to be gone from just that. So you need to really rethink this. I always say, some people say, ask your friends and family. Oh, I don't know if anyone listened to me talk to Van Middleton on the podcast. It was a couple of podcasts ago. And I talk about, I do not recommend that because I always say you need to look at those photos for the rest of your life and you want them on display. So if anything, and you have your heart set on somebody who's a photographer or you're after a certain style of a photographer, then just ask for a two-hour package. Just get them to photograph the wedding, some photos of you and your partner, and then the first hour of the reception. You are going to treasure that and love those photos so much more than if you just get a family and friend and then are disappointed because you don't want to print any. So I always say two-hour package with a professional is honestly the way to go if you don't have the budget for the whole eight, eight hours that you need. Then your wedding dress. Oh, wedding dress can be very expensive. So think secondhand. Go online. There are so many online wedding dress companies now and they look brand new. I mean, I wore, I've only worn my wedding dress once. It's in the cupboard. It looks brand new. And nobody is going to know if you're wearing a secondhand wedding dress. So jump online, find those sites. Even in the Facebook wedding group communities, you'll find people trying to sell their wedding dresses or some people haven't even worn them and they've changed their mind. So see what what you can find. Or sometimes you can order order them from overseas. They might take a little bit longer to come, but they might be much cheaper. So you just need to then allow some money for alterations instead. Then DIY. DIY everything. Go back and listen to podcast 22 because I give 10 DIY wedding hacks in there and I talk about all the things that you can DIY and DIY will really can save you money, but you need to have the time. So just have a listen to that podcast and see how much you can DIY. And if you're a bit worried about time, then get people to help you, get people to help you so you can create DIY because it really will save you a bit of money. Invitations. Now I I talk about invitations because invitations can be very costly. I know some people who have spent $25 more per invite. So that is a huge cost if you really want something extravagant. But if you are on $5,000 budget, go digital, just go digital or use a free website. The other option is if you really do want to print something and you don't want to go digital, jump on Etsy and pick a design that you like. It might only cost $30. The person will change the wording for you. And then you can just go and print it yourself where you wish. You can print it at home. You could go to a printer in office works or that, you know, anywhere and just, and print it on any paper that you wish. That will save you a lot of money. But honestly, there, if you're on a budget, there is nothing wrong with going digital. Then lastly, I want to say, ditch the guilt. Honestly, stop thinking that your wedding needs to hit everyone's expectation. And if you ever have a thought about wondering why something is needed for your wedding, then it's clearly not needed for your wedding. So if you want a wedding and $5,000 is all you can afford, then you can truly make it happen. 
and you get to marry the love of your life. So thank you for listening. I really hope that this has helped you achieve your $5,000 budget. Oh, just imagine if everyone had $5,000 weddings. Oh, imagine the money that we would have towards our honeymoon, you know, things like that. But if you enjoyed listening to this episode and you found it helpful, please leave me a review and drop your Instagram handle so I can get in touch with you and say hello and give you a little special something. But until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams. 